Lockdown Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and we've got a super fun episode today. The St. Louis Blues continue to not let adversity slow them down as they once again battled against a team man down, played the Detroit Red Wings with only 17 players, but came away with a 6-2 victory. Uh, lots lots of cover in that game. Nathan Walker had a hat-trick. Marco Scandella got a goal. Um, lots to talk about. I'm going to be getting into all of that. It's going to be a fun episode today. But first, I want to thank anyone and everyone out there who is making us your first listen. We like making these short, easy, bite-sized podcast episodes that way. You can have us on your morning commute to work with your morning commute of coffee, with your morning commute of coffee, your morning glass of coffee, cup of coffee. I am all over the place today. Final season for me. My brain's all scrambled. Um, but yeah, anyone out there who makes us your first listen, we appreciate that. Um, that's why we try to make these short episodes. But anyways, lots to talk about. Um, first things first, I will get into chat. JTub says thoughts on the Coyotes getting locked into their arena. Uh, I did hear that that get, got resolved, but the uh, the story was that Arizona Coyotes owed a couple million dollars in, in uh, funds to the NHL or to the city of, uh, I don't remember where they played, to their arena in rent um, and basically got threatened if they didn't pay that, they would have had to uh, get locked out and vacate, which is just such a Coyotes thing to happen. I did hear that they paid those debts, but um, one team that uh, isn't in, in debt right now and isn't struggling too much is the St. Louis Blues. Now, they uh, they are struggling when it comes to injuries and COVID absences and all that. Um, as we saw last night against the Detroit Red Wings, they had their third-string goalie in net in Charlie Lindgren. Uh, they had a couple guys called up that hadn't seen a whole lot of NHL time. You know, obviously, Dakota Joshua and Logan Brown are two of those guys um, that um, <clears throat> weren't uh, basically planned on being with the, with the roster uh as much as they are this season and then another guy came up last minute is nathan walker so a lot of names were in the blues lineup last night that um weren't expected to uh get as much ice time as they did for the saint uh for the st louis blues and not only have those guys sort of stepped up to the task and you know filled in their role well uh, Nathan Walker comes away with a hat trick last night, which I said during the game is just poetic justice for the St. Louis Blues season. Um, a guy like Nathan Walker, you know, career AHL, or he's 25 or 26 years old, only 25 career games, um, had three goals in his entire NHL career in like five years heading into tonight or last night, and then doubles his goal total in two and a half periods. Um, poetic justice for the St. Louis Blues. You know, overall, just a really dominant game. And it's tough to pull that off when you're as handicapped as the Blues were. Um, sort of going into each goal, breaking it down. Nathan Walker had the first goal early on. Just uh, a great example of right place, right time for a guy. You know, just sort of similar to all his other goals. Just gritty, um, battling his way into a scoring scoring opportunity. Uh, firing the puck on net, you know, s- snuck through Najelkovic there. Um, sure, one that's that's one that would have have back, but 
Oh, Nathan Walker just throws a sneaky shot on it. Next thing you know, it's 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 one no booze. Um next up, you know, Nathan Walker gets his second of the night off of a pass from Nico Mikola, who is continuing to look like a really, really strong defenseman for the St. Louis Blues. Um proving himself, proving his worth with this team. Uh, as he has a great pass, Nathan Walker, who pots his second of the night um, on a rich shot there um, late in the first period. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly getting an assist on that one as well. Um, just period for the Blues. You know, came out, obviously, man down. Uh, lots of prove against Detroit, a team that has been on the up and up this year, a team that gave the Blues some trouble last time they played. Uh, definitely, you know, an opportunity for them to sort of establish their will in the St. Louis Blues with them being a man down, with them having their third string goalie uh, in net. That that being said, the Blues did a really, really good job of establishing uh, their style of hockey early. You know, they they didn't let the Red Wings get anything in that first period. They really just made it uh, made it the way that they wanted to play, which is difficult when you just don't have a complete roster like that. Um, with that being said, you know, moving into the second period, Robbie Fabry, uh, one of my favorite former Blues out there, you know, I always love to see him score. It's a little bittersweet when it's against us, but uh, gets his first of two goals of the night, seventh of the season um, on a snapshot, just beats Lindgren. You know, nothing you can really do about that. Great passing for the Red Wings. Uh, great opportunity for Fabry. Makes it two to one. Uh, then the Blues really did a really good job of locking down for the rest of that second period. I think the second period was the strongest that the Red Wings had all night. Um, Definitely put some pressure on the Blues and put some pressure on Lindgren. Lindgren did a really good job of standing tall and just keeping that a one-goal game. Because uh, you know, if the Red Wings tied up, we could see we could have seen a very different result last night. Um, you know, before the Blues were really able to capture momentum back. But that being said, late in the period, Blues are just establishing pressure, throwing everything they can on net. Puck sneaks by Najelkovic and Colton Pareko uh, finishes it up. You know, buries it right on the goal line there for Pareko one of the easier goals that he'll have in his career. But again, Dakota Joshua and Nico Mikola factoring into that goal, two guys that just continue to to really impress and, and play above and beyond what we expected of them. Um, having an assist on that Pareko goal. Uh, it was, uh, it was a, a really strong game from both of them. Um, a couple other guys as well that I'm going to get into in the second segment. Uh, J-Tubs is in chat. Barbie had that one weird goal, but I thought Shen had an incredible game, giving up the body and creating opportunities. Absolutely. Braden Shen looked really, really strong out there. Uh, kind of finally looks like he's fully healthy coming off of that injury. I know he wasn't 100% um, in those games coming back. And it's just, I know the Blues were asking a lot of him just with the injuries that they're facing. It was kind of a little bit of a rush getting Shen back in the lineup. Um you know, I don't know if he's at 100% health yet. Maybe not, but you could definitely tell he's more comfortable out there. And the fact that he was, you know, making those sacrifices, blocking shots, throwing hits, um, even if he's not fully healthy, shows, you know, what he brings to this team and really just speaks to the Blues culture um, in general. That being said, do got a very interesting, exciting third period to talk about. Uh, so I'm going to be getting into that. Um, and then I'm also going to be getting into the potential return to the St. Louis Blues lineup in their next game. Um, so don't go anywhere, but first I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. This holiday season, you can grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich and decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing when you have a raspberry or mint brownie. Cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie. Who knows? 
Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it because it's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Built Bar at family parties. People are passionate. It could get messy. You want to avoid that family drama. You want to cozy up with something warm? Well, here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hut hot cup of cocoa it'll melt a little bit it'll have your hot cocoa tasting a little bit like a built bar plus you'll have a nice melty delicious chocolatey built bar to go with it you like some of those marshmallow marshmallowy treats around the holidays well you need to get your hands on built bar puffs they're light fluffy and marshmallowy through and through different flavors all covered in chocolate tastes so good you won't believe that they're filled with protein so go to built.com use promo code blocks 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order now before we get back i want to tell you guys about a new sponsor that is stance now i'll be honest when i first heard about stance like back when i was getting into basketball and all that i thought it was a little bit of a gimmick i thought it was just some overpriced you know socks what could be the big deal but then Recently, I got my hands on some Stan socks, and I'll tell you what, I'm literally wearing them right now. They are so comfortable. They made a believer out of me. They're great, and it's not just socks. So founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborations for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. <clears throat> some of my favorite designs i love the basketball designs you got like some of your favorite players up the socks but they also have harry potter i'm a huge harry potter fan um i'm currently re-watching all the movies right now with my girlfriend who gave me this mic by the way so anyone out here listening to the quality thanks em. um but yeah i'm watching all those movies and i i love to just wear my favorite characters on some socks it sounds silly but they're comfortable they're stylish they look really cool and stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in that those who feel good do good go see for yourself register for an account at stance.com you'll get 15 percent off your first purchase use promo code locked on at checkout to apply enjoy the color and comfort of a less ordinary life with stance all right getting back into today's episode oh First of all, go, go into the chat. What Hogwarts, Hogwarts houses are you guys? All right, so a uh, little bit of a Harry Potter break because I, I have to I have to indulge in that. Um, we recently watched uh, the fourth movie last night, one of my favorites. Um, uh, she, she did the Harry Potter test, my girlfriend. She got Hufflepuff, um, which honestly fits. She is super smart, um, typical for her. And I, I, I've taken the test a bunch of times, and I try not to answer like, like I'm – I'm being a Gryffindor, but I've gotten Gryffindor every time I've taken the test. So I guess you could say I'm a Gryffindor. Um, but yeah, I, I love the movies. Um, I'm really enjoying watching them. And if you want to check out some Stan's Harry Potter socks, go to stance.com. Uh, but anyways, <clears throat> moving forward, moving back into the St. Louis Blues. Um, lots to talk about from that third period overall. I do want to jump back because I did see in chat before um, – Heart dropped when Jordan Cairo went to the bench. Yeah, that was almost the worst part, incident of the entire season. I saw Jordan Cairo get hit up here in the shoulder. Um, looked like he was in a lot of pain. I, my mind initially went to the worst of the worst. I was worried about, you know, separated shoulder, broken collarbone, what have you. I was so surprised to see him get back on the bench with just the way that that injury looked, the way that, you know, shoulders and, and collarbones are so finicky. Um, we've seen it from Vladimir Tarasenko. It's it's a lot easier to, uh, you know, separate or dislocate your shoulder than it looks. Uh, we've seen Tarasenko, you know, go down with major shoulder injuries on what seem, seems like pretty innocent hits. 
Um, so that's why I was really worried, just like sort of a, a, a light hit, light tap on his shoulder and to have him have that reaction that he had. I was seriously worried um, that there was a serious injury uh, for Cairo. So having him get back on that bench, I openly exclaimed like, yes, thank God. All my friends looked at me like, what are you talking about? It's just a player on the bench. I'm like, you don't understand. You, you don't get it. Um, that's Jordan Cairo. So having him get back was great. Um, and, you know, he definitely had one of his uh, least impactful games of the season last night. You know, maybe that was due to him, you know, coming back from injury, still feeling a little bit sore. But that being said, you know, in a game where you have so few forwards like that and Jordan Cairo is in, uh, less impactful than he usually is, you don't expect to win 6-2. to two, But then here the Blues come in the third period to just absolutely – uh, stack up the goals on the Detroit Red Wings. I just closed out of the NHL app, so I'm stalling until I can bring this back up. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really strong third period. You know, Blues came in up a goal or two. You know, not necessarily put the game away just yet. Um, de- an opportunity for Detroit to to crawl back into it if they really wanted to. Uh, but who but Nathan Walker to get his third goal of the night? On a tip-in, uh, Marcos Candela, who had a pretty strong game, slides the puck across to Tori Krug, who fires a one-timer on net, and then Nathan Walker with some beautiful hand-eye coordination to tip the puck past the goalie. Um, beautiful goal for him. You could love the reaction out of him. I, I love him going up to Tori Krug. And you could see like in the replay, Tori Krug was like, did you get that? Was that a hat trick? Oh, Nathan was like, yeah, yeah, that was me. So it just really it made me really happy to see that. Um, Nathan Walker's always been one of my favorite players. Uh, just because he, he always works his butt off whenever he's up, and um, you know he's been a been a career uh, AHL guy, so it's it's been great to to see him uh, get an opportunity like last night. And then my locked on player of the game, Ivan Barbashev, gets the fifth goal of the night for the St. Louis Blues. Another little tip in goal looked like he didn't even really know that he scored it. Um, great pass from Tori Krug out front. Pavel Buchnevich setting it up continues to be one of the strongest players on the St. Louis Blues. But fires it out. Tori Krug fires it out front to Ivan Barbashev, who pokes past Nijelkovic and looked like, oh wait, did I did I get a goal? Uh, he wasn't even you know too reactionary there, which is great. That's how you know the team is rolling. They're acting like they've been there before, acting like scoring goals is no big deal. Um, and then who but Marco Scandella to score a 200-foot empty net goal to cap off one of the strongest wins of the season for the St. Louis Blues. Um, great goal there. Scandella had a pretty strong night goal and assist for him. Um, but, yeah, overall, really strong win for the St. Louis Blues. Um, you know, continuing to play a man down, continuing to play with their third-string goalie. A uh, lot of lot of lot of challenges for the St. Louis Blues. A lot of opportunity for them to sort of just roll over and say, you know, hey, we, we don't need to bring in our full effort tonight. We're playing the Detroit Red Wings and we're a man down. But not only do they come in with a full effort, they come in and dominate. You know, a six-two victory over any team um, is is really impressive, especially a team that has beaten you earlier in the season when you have a fully healthy roster. Um, you know, there's no reason to to overlook the Red Wings anymore. And, you know, maybe the Blues are a little bit guilty of that in their first game, and that's why they suffered the loss. But this game, they really played a really strong hockey game, um, especially considering the fact that, you know, they were a man down. I'm you know, not trying to beat a dead horse with that, but I'm still incredibly frustrated um, that the Blues are being handcuffed in this way. Um so it's great to see, you know, them still have success because when they're fully healthy, 
uh, the, it's going to be, it's going to do wonders for them to have this experience, to be able to look back on these games and say, you know, we, we beat teams when we were multiple guys down, weren't even fielding complete roster. So there's nothing we can't do. Um, that being said, the blues are looking like they're going to get a couple guys back, uh, at least one, uh, in tomorrow's game. Uh, I know Perron was skating today. I'm pretty sure Tyler Bozak was also skating today. And I know there was one other forward, but I don't have the tweet in front of me. Um, might have been a Luke Korak tweet there. Uh, but I know the Blues are potentially looking like they're getting back closer to full health uh, in these next few games, which is going to be great. Um, Jordan Bennington, I believe, is going to be uh, returning potentially soon. Here we go. Here's the lineup. So David Perron is back in the lineup looking like. Um, James Neal and Clem Cawson were skating as well. Um, so a couple guys coming back for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, definitely important there. But again, like I said, you know, you can look back on these games and you can say, "Hey, we won games when we were this handicapped." So moving forward, as long as they even is they, if they even get one guy back into the lineup, um, you know, they'll be able to look back on these games and and, and in a comparison and just say, "Hey, you know, at least it wasn't as bad as uh, as bad as that stretch when we had uh, seventeen guys in the roster." So that being said, I'm gonna be talking about that. But I also posted a. Uh, mailbag question on Twitter. I have a couple responses to that that I'm going to get into. So I do want to get into that. But first, telling you guys about our good friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all all season for props, odds, and lines more than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Excuse me, from basketball, football, NHL, Boxing and UFC writes your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts, and I'll be right back. All right, so I got two responses to the mailbag question. I'm going to answer those back to back because they are both from Richard Clay. So, Richard Clay, thanks for your questions. Um, first question he asked is, "Who do you think will get sent down once the team starts getting healthy?" That's a tough question, and and it's it's a little unfortunate that the the cops have been playing as well as they have because the truth is, you know, when these when this Blues team is fully healthy, we're going to be seeing some of the guys that we've been really liking these past few games get sent down. Um, you know, the obvious candidates are Nathan Walker. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to stick around this season, even though he had a really strong game. Last night, I think he is, you know, the first guy to go when the lineup starts getting healthier. Um, and then you look at Dakota Joshua and, and uh, Logan Brown are the other two, I think, are potential guys to get sent down. Um, both of which I think you could argue deserve a spot with this team. It's difficult, though, just because... You know, they probably do deserve a spot with the way that they've been playing in the past few games, but with the amount of forwards that the Blues have when they're fully healthy with this forward depth, it, it might just not be possible for Logan Brown and to go to Joshua to earn their way into the lineup. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like James Neal uh, get phased out of this lineup. I do think he brings something to this Blues team for sure, um, but I, I think I would rather see some of the younger guys in there uh, Logan Brown's a little bit more dynamic than James Neal, I think. Um, and Dakota Joshua brings a little bit more defensively. It just depends on what Ruby wants in terms of that veteran presence. Um, but yeah, I, I would 
expect if we had to see more guys get sent down after Nathan Walker that it would unfortunately be Dakota Joshua first and then um, Logan Brown. As much as I think Logan Brown, even more than Dakota Joshua, deserves a spot, I think both of them do. Um, but yeah, those are those would be my predictions for the guys that get sent down if and when that happens. Um, second question he asks is, do you think they'll leave Mikola with Pareko? He looks much better with him over Scandella. Yeah, I, I love the Nico Mikola and Colton Pareko pairing. First of all, two gigantic men out there. Um, Pareko 6'6", Mikola is 6'5", I believe. Both of them are just huge. Um, Mikola might even be taller than that. Um, both of them are huge. Uh, nightmare def- uh, defensively for opponents, um, but also have looked really, really strong offensively. We saw Mikola get one or two assists last night. Uh, Pareko got himself a goal, uh, second of the season. Um, and even Scandella looked a little bit stronger as well, not playing with Colt Pareko. And I think that might go towards what I was saying a little bit earlier, um, that Scan- Marco Scandella isn't necessarily the worst defenseman or the worst player on this team. It's just that he was being asked to play outside of his comfort zone. He was being asked to play pretty much first pairing minutes with a guy like Colt Pareko. Um, so, you know, facing guys like Nathan McKinnon and first line guys was going to make Marco Scandella look maybe a little bit worse than he was. Um, and he's still turnover prone. We're still seeing that out of him, making him, you know, watching him throw some really questionable passes. That's unfortunately never really going to go away with him. But the fact of the matter is, it's a lot nicer to have him throw those passes to third line or fourth line guys than first line guys. Um, a little bit more room for error if you're Marco Scandella and you're on the third pairing um, versus the first pairing. So, you know, I think all in all, the Mikola Pareko pairing has done wonders for not just those two, but Marcos Candela as well. You know, he, he had a strong game last night. Uh, another guy that's been playing really, really strong lately is Robert Bortuzzo, just been a defensive workhorse for the Blues. You know, you go back to that penalty kill a couple games ago where he didn't have a stick and was out there for like two straight minutes, just denying opportunities left and right. Um, he's been an absolute workhorse for the St. Louis Blues, and I was very critical of him last season and in the offseason of why the heck are the Blues still, you know, having Robert Bortuzzo on their roster. But especially in games where you're undermanned and shorthanded, it shows that having a guy like Bortuzzo can be so important and so just like underrated for the St. Louis Blues. Obviously, he's not putting up stats. He's not getting points, um, but block shots, hits, just being in the right place, right time defensively has been so huge. Um, I've liked what I've seen out of the Blues defense over the over the stretch of games. Um, I think the, the lack of forward depth has sort of forced the defense to sort of right the ship a little bit more, especially considering you don't have a guy like Jordan Bennington to lean back on, and now you don't even have a guy like Billy Huso to lean back on. You're forced to play a little bit tighter in front of your your third-string goalie, and I think it's done wonders for the Blues' defensive scheme. Um, I think last night might have been one of the strongest games they've played all season defensively. You know, Gave up a breakaway goal to Robbie Fabry and then a, another goal to Robbie Fabry off of a beautiful pass. But then other than that, you know, you got a guy like Charlie Lindgren in that you expect the game to be a little bit more high scoring and not that he didn't play great because he did. Uh, but I think more of the more of the, the thanks goes to the Blues defense for just playing a really strong scheme game um, and preventing a lot of high danger scoring opportunities against the Detroit Red Wings. Um, that being said, the Blues do have some tough games moving forward. Um, it's nothing like the stress they had before. Uh, they are playing the Montreal Canadiens next, you know, a team that uh, has really struggled this season. So an opportunity for them to potentially get some guys back, get a little bit more healthy um, and beat up on them. But then the Anaheim Ducks are a team that I think is really sneaky. Uh, 15-8-5 this season, a lot of youth talent. Uh, Trevor Zegers obviously had that incredible 
lacrosse over the net assist the other night. Just ridiculous. Sonny Milano's having a really strong season for them. Troy Terry has been really good for them. Um, really tough matchup there between the Blues and Anna. Anaheim Ducks, uh, and you hope that the Blues are going to be a little bit more healthy for that. And then after that, they got the Dallas Stars, a divisional opponent, and the Central Division is very, very, very close right now besides the Minnesota Wild up at the top. So um, a lot to look forward to for the St. Louis Blues. It's going to be a fun stretch of games, and honestly, I think I'm pretty optimistic considering uh, the challenges that they've faced recently. Uh, really feels like it's all downhill from here in terms of uh, adversity you know knock on wood you, you hope it doesn't get much worse than it, it was um, in the past two games you know playing man down now playing with your third string goalie um, but that being said like I've repeated so many times you know no matter what the Blues face this season in terms of adversity having these few games of uh, undermanned um, under occupied rosters to just look back on and motivate you. It's going to be so huge for the Blues down the road, um, especially considering they played as well as they did. You know, you come out, you win 6-2 when you have 17 skaters and your third string goalie in that is spectacular. Such a huge momentum uh, point for the St. Louis Blues. So I'm looking forward to these next few games. I'm looking forward to seeing the health of the Blues improve, get, get some guys back in the lineup that we haven't seen in a few weeks, um, and then continuing to see production from our other favorites like Kairou and all of them. So it's going to be a good time. Uh, and we'll have it covered for you here on the Locked On Blues podcast. But that is all the time we have for you today. So thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. That way you never miss a new upload. And thank you to everyone who is on YouTube in the chat. If you want to be like if you want to be like JTAP and Abby Sherman and anyone else who is in the chat, you can subscribe to us on YouTube at Locked On Blues. Hit that notification bell. That way, whenever we go live, we try to go live pretty much five times a week with these 20-minute episodes. Um, hit that notification bell. That way, you'll get notified whenever we do go live, and you can join the chat like JTAP and Abby and anyone else. We really appreciate that. It makes these episodes go by so much faster. They're so, so fun. We can-